the Severe MMA Podcast Premium with Sean Sheehan and Graham McDonald. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Severe MMA Podcast. And I'm joined today by Kian Cowley, who fights coming up here on the 27th uh, of December over in uh, over in Brave uh, against uh, Sam Patterson. Kian, how are you? Thanks very much for, for coming on. Oh, good, Sean. Thank you for having me. Not about it. It's good, yeah. <laughs> I suppose I was actually, I interviewed uh, Brendan Lachnan last week, and he's fighting around the, the same time as you. And I was asking him about Christmas and stuff, and he was maybe talking about the hassle of it and then, you know, preparing around the, you know, the, the box of quality streets and, yeah. and the turkey and stuff. How has it been for you? Uh, stop. Well, like when I was supposed to fight in uh, in November, so it was when I got the call for that in, like, in August, I started trying to have it, and then, like, it never came. And then the, I was like, I just needed a fight before the eight years out, and then it was Hobson's choice, really. The only date they gave me was the 27th, and when I first heard it, I was like, oh, because they're just thinking of Christmas and all, and oh, I love Christmas, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the, the buzz of Christmas and all that, and then I have kids as well now, so it's different. But, like, since I, once I signed that and it was done, it just hasn't even been in my mind. Like, it's just mad. Like, I don't even, like, it just doesn't feel like, I don't know, I don't have the Christmas feeling this year or something. It's weird, but... Yeah, I suppose you you kind of have to do that when you when you were uh, in that yeah, position or no cutting weight and everything because if you get yeah. stuck into it, you're gonna end up missing weight or something. Yeah, yeah, big time. Like I fucking miller uh, Christmas dinner I ordered and, <laughs> and a load of boxes of celebrations. It'd be nice to add a twenty eight. You'll be able to do it. I suppose. hundred <laughs> percent. What kind of? I I talked to a lot of different people and they prepare differently in terms of looking at their opponents. I'm always interested to see what people do. What What do you do? Do you go out the second you hear your opponent and look up all of his stuff, or are you kind of guy who just prepares your own way? Yeah, well, I don't like. Yeah, I don't like. I I'm fucking, I don't sleep on the opponent at all. Like as soon as I find out who it is, I'm I'm matched against. So I do do the background check. Mm-hmm. I saw some out completely, like, do you know what I mean? But, like, that's it. Once I saw some out and I see what I need to see, that'll, that'll be it then. I'll just be fixed in my mind what I what I need to do and what type of training and, and what type of sparring partners I need to get and stuff like that. And I think I'm good at evaluating stuff like that as well, Luke. So mm-hmm. I don't, like, I let it wreck my head and, and be thinking about that much. I just do what I have to do, see what I need to see, and then that's it then, get to work, do you know what I mean? What did you see in Sam Patterson looking up him before the fight? Look, I was due to fight him in uh, in July, actually, in London, on that London card, and then he pulled out, so that's how he fought Magic instead. So, like, I was kind of preparing for He's, like, six foot four or something, big, tall, yeah. lightweight, you know what I mean? So I've been preparing for that type of body now for a while, like, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, what I've seen, I'm like, he's, I don't know, overlooking looking at it all, but, like, he's definitely nowhere near uh, my level, like, everywhere, like... MMA standard, like, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm streets ahead of him. I just know I am, like, do you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's, uh, he's dangerous. He's long. Like, I've, I've never fought someone taller than me, do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's, he's a more reach than me and all. And he's, he's a nice few submissions, uh, up his sleeve as well. So I'll have to be very wary of him everywhere, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And obviously, me last fight, the way it went, me last fight, I learned, like, that was one of the biggest learning curves in my whole career, the way that went. So it's after completely, uh, refocusing me and, and, and it's gonna like I'm after having to adapt now and start like focusing on a new not not a new style but you know what I mean like I have to be wary of that like you can be caught I used mm-hmm. to think I was bulletproof because I've never been never been dropped in you know what I mean yeah so. it was funny a couple of years ago I remember you put up uh 
you put up a post and you talked about you know re- obviously you came in from kickboxing and you know t- you have to add the the jiu-jitsu and the wrestling and, and all of that and i saw you doing a jiu-jitsu match below cork and it seemed like you were like really getting into the, the jiu-jitsu and developing an mma style is there a bit maybe of like you got maybe too into the jiu-jitsu and the wrestling and you kind of forget about the strike and you kind of have to blend it all together oh i tell you like that's your bang on with that like it was only like it's been on my mind lately as well like um like i was I think a lot of fighters get lost in that as well. You need to focus on focus on what you're good at. At the end of the day, well, you're you're gonna go to what you did. in a fight. You're gonna go to what your strength is, no matter what. You know what I mean? Like, and I think like I did. Fo- like I know, obviously, I had to learn the the jiu-jitsu on my pro debut the way it went and all. You know what I mean? I, I, mm-hmm. That made me immerse myself in in the grappling and all. But like once I kind of got to a certain stage with it, then I was I did see myself like. I used to be in toy boxing every single night in my own gym. Like I'm just even if I'm teaching, I always would hit pads and I'd always spar every night. And I was been doing that for years. And then I went so deep into the grappling that I stopped doing it. And then it like it's only when I look back, I was like, "Jesus, fucking like the like the power of practice I used to put in with toy boxing like was just." And then he could see it in my fights. But then I stopped doing it for so months on end. Where I'd only do the odd toy boxing session. So, but that was kind of foolish in a way. I should have kept it up with a. So then I would, now I have the, the balance and I know what, what I need to do. Like, but yeah, you're right. Like People do kind of focus on, I was focused on my weakness too much on them. I'm not going to be doing that when I'm fighting. Like, regardless, I'm not, I'm not going to be shooting to take no one down. Mm-hmm. I just I have me jiu-jitsu. Or, or, you know what I mean? But on, with my fighting stuff, it's just going to be on the feet, take the head off, and that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, how how I always wonder how interesting it is. Always interesting to me how people actually develop their side. Like, cause you look at some people. Obviously, you come in with a, a very good kickboxing Thai background, and obviously you're going to fight out of that way. But like, I don't know. Is there an advantage having that, or coming straight, in, you know, starting MMA out as just being an MMA fighter and you learn it all together? Do you ever like think of it that way? It's like you know, you can't fight the same way in kickboxing or Thai that you fight in MMA, obviously, because of the different integers to you know to the sport. Like you, of course. Yeah. It's so, it's harder to be honest. Like, like I know it's like I have a big toy box and pedigree and on this and on that and all. Like, and at the start they would have thought like you 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 would think oh, I'm just gonna clean up shop. Even I remember yeah. when I used to watch MMA fighters, I'd be like, like I used to just in my head I'd be like I'd smoke them all just by just by looking at the MMA the way I was in, 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 with my toy boxing brain. But like like I had to come if like my stand up in MMA is not me toy boxing style at all it's a complete I'm not having to develop a new style of striking do you know what I mean yeah. obviously it helps that I know, I've been I've been doing it like for years to keep out toy boxing and, and the K1 and all but it's a completely different style and different everything is different it's it's mad like it's like, it's literally like a different like the strike in MMA is like it's his own it's his own sport in a way do you know what I mean like yeah. everything is different. All the shots, the guard, the head movement, the everything is just different. So like, I haven't just had this like step ahead of everyone because I'm so good at toy boxing. Like fucking hell, it's it's uh, it's different altogether. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. And I, like I was talking to Peter Queeley there last week, and you know, obviously he's going to be in the, in the main event or co-main event or whatever it is over in Bellator. Uh, and you know, he's taking his losses along the way as well. And you know, he said he kind of said to me that. I'm maybe better for them losses, you know, them hard fights and going out to these different places fighting. Do you feel like, okay, you've, you know, you've lost a few fights in, in the start of your career, but do you feel like that's kind of a good road to be, you know, learning experiences there in the start of your career? If you want to get to the very top, maybe that won't be any harm. Yeah, like, Artem has talked to me about this before, like, about, like, because, like, I was kind of letting it eat at me sometimes about me, mm-hmm. the record and all that, like, do you know what I mean, like, the, 
losing fights earlier in your career and all doesn't look that good like but it's like if you look at my record as well I've fought I've always fought my opponents have always had more fights than me you know what I mean more wins than me so I've always had a, I've never said no to a fight you know what I mean but like at the same time like losing is always difficult at, the, at first very difficult but then it becomes a powerful tool for you to improve and like each time I've lost, it's like I don't know. Like, not that I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have went back and, and improved again if I had a one. But I just, it's like there's so much to it. I just keep adding pieces to the puzzle, and it's just like it's fascinating in a way as well. But yeah, I definitely think that like the losing this early in my career has, has given me and, and to be keep going through it as well. It's definitely gonna it's gonna pay its toll to me in a few years' time because like I'm in this for the long run, Sean. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not just like. I'm, MMA is my life now. That's it. I'm not like I'm fully committed to MMA now. I know I have my own gym and all and I run it, but I have people help me with that. Like I'm a full time MMA athlete now. Like that's like that is me and that's gonna be me for the next few years. So like whatever the way the fights go, I'm just gonna keep getting the experience and keep getting better and then I know it's gonna come to a stage where like this or be a hard fight for anyone do you know what I mean yeah 100%. I suppose you know one, one of the big things in this camp as well has been you know having Conor McGregor back around and he's preparing for his fight as well how big is it yeah. for you just to have him in camp with you preparing for the preparing for your yeah, fight the timing is perfect like, do you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. it's it's well like I've been I was tra- been training with Conor anyway regardless of the like Conor's been we've been training year round anyway do you know what I mean but now that obviously he had the fight signed, I had the fight signed around the same time. So, like, the mindset's changed. And it was, like, I was, I'm been doing lots of work with Connor leading up to this one. And then that's playing its toll to me as well. Like, I'm sparring the best in the world, you know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. getting, I'm, I'm getting that, that first-hand work. So, it's helped, like, it's been great for, for this camp for me as well, you know what I mean? Like, so, it's great for the both of us, you know what I mean? Two of us are in prime shape, like sparring and training, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. great. It was I was talking to someone there a couple of weeks ago and they said who'd be the best person for Connor to bring in to maybe mimic Donald Cerrone. I was like, it's Keen Cody's there, you know, he's a, he's a similar sort of maybe stand up fighter, similar sort of size, similar sort of body shape and everything. Yeah. Is that kind of the role you've been playing? You've been doing a bit of Donald Cerrone for the last uh, few weeks. Well, yeah, I'm a lot better on the feet than Cowboy. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I'm definitely better than Cowboy on the feet, but I can. I'm uh, like when I'm when I'm helping Connor, I'm helping Connor. It's all about him. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like he's he's the he's the one. These are big fights for for the gym, for Ireland. Do you know what I mean? For Irish MMA. So like I see it as that when I'm training with Connor. Do you know what I mean? And I do. I checking out like when I was with Nate. Like do you know what I mean? I'll be studying him and checking, and I'll try to mimic him as much as I can, even though it's very hard because I don't really like taking smacks on. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. but, because that's not my style, but like mm-hmm. I do my best to mimic Cowboy to to the best I can, like, and uh, I give him the good work to him, man. Mm-hmm. I suppose, the, like, the question that I want to know, and I suppose everyone wants to know, and maybe only a couple of people actually know it, is how, you know, how is he looking? Because we've only seen him fight once in the last three years, and, you know, that fight, it was obviously the Habib fight, he was he was taken down almost immediately, and we didn't really see much of him. By the time it got to the third round, it was a, it was a very different fight. How How is he looking in the gym? Is he back to the... You know, that fast-paced, brilliant fighter we saw against Eddie Alvarez? Well, like, I, I, I don't hear this, like, he's, it's back, he's back and all. Like, it's like, I don't see it for that way. It's like, even though, obviously, he hasn't fought in, in a while now, but, like, he's, I've been training constantly with him. He's been training, like, we've been, even through all the, whatever's going on, it's, like, do you know what I mean? There hasn't been this, like, uh, 
like even in the Khabib fight, like obviously the style of Holland and all, but like look at some of the some of the like sequences in that fight, some of the shots and all, like you know what I mean? He wasn't yeah. even the training camp wasn't even as as a as well put together as this one is like so or you you definitely will be expecting a, a like and no, no, I don't even I don't even know what to say, like say new and approved because he's an he's an animal. He always has been. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like now he's this is a great fight from the show even more. Do you know what I mean? And stamp his mark and on to the next one then. Right, I, I want to get two predictions out of you so here to, to finish it up. First of all, what's the prediction for the the McGregor Cerrone fight? How do you think that fight will go? Uh, I think he puts Cerrone out very early in the first round. To be honest. Mm-hmm. I'd say, that, I'd say, people... I, I, I would go with the first within the first minute. I'd say he'll, uh, he'll dust him off handy enough. <laughs> Lots of people reckon that Cerrone is going to stand with him, and even Cerrone said it himself during the week that he's going to stand and, and bang on him. Like, I, I, I think he go for takedowns straight away. What, <laughs> He'd what be shooting, yes, he will yeah. be pulling guard and all sorts because he's gonna. I'm telling you, he'll take one. He's gonna take one smack down the middle, and he's gonzo. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I don't know. There's. There's levels to it. I know like Cowboy's known as a great kickboxer and all this. Like, there's levels to it. I'm fucking doing the toy boxing years. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm not writing the only off. He's a legend. He's a great fighter. Like, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I just know by training with Conor first hand that this is a. It's like I said about Aldo when the, I was asked about the Aldo fight. The same thing. I was like. Toy boxer like Aldo was a toy boxer. He was fucking like grown up. It was Josie Aldo was putting toy box on the map in MMA, mm-hmm. and I just knew it was a car crash of a fight for Aldo. I even predicted that the first shot that Conor lands is gonna put him out, and bang, there it happens. You know what I mean? So it's a similar case with this one. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward, looking forward to it. And and in their prediction, I suppose not just for for your fight coming up on the 27th of December, but maybe over the next year or two. You know, just a lot of the the guys in in SPG, almost all of them are in Bellator at the moment. Obviously, you're in Brave, kind of doing it your own way. Is it your you know, is it your <laughs> ambition to maybe get over to Bellator, or you, do you want to stay in Brave after this fight and, and keep going that way? I'm I'm happy where I am at the moment, Sean. I'm uh, like someone needs to do the the work on this side of the world. Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm happy traveling. Uh, all over Asia and the Middle East and that and doing it and clocking up the experience through this way. Um, like, do you know what I mean? My goal is the UFC. That's my goal and that's it's always going to be that. So, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing with Brave. They're looking after me. They get me fights. They've had four fights in 12 months, which is good. I plan to keep that going now. Mm-hmm. Four or five fights every 12 months is, is perfect for me. Do you know what I mean? That's what I want, to stay busy. So, I'm happy where I am. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and get the job done on Friday and then... Uh, Hopefully go again with Brave uh, early in the new year. What you? What you? I I I lied there. I said it was my last question. One more time. What do you think of that? <laughs> you know, just this whole debate with the UFC and Bellator. And obviously, a lot of the lads in Ireland now have maybe put the UFC dream aside for a little bit by going to Bellator because it's going to be very hard to get from Bellator to the UFC. What What is your take on that? Like, you know, there was kind of a big hoo-ha about it there a couple of weeks ago with Ian Gary and stuff talking about you know his dream. You don't dream of playing for Barnes, you want to play for Liverpool or Man United. Is it, what, what's your take on that whole thing? Oh, I don't really know. Look, I don't look. I don't. Uh... I don't look at it all in that way. Like, then, I mean, I barely even, I don't even re- really watch the UFC or anything, to be honest. Or, or, like, as in, like, I don't follow it all like, in that way. Like, I'm not immersed in it all. I just kind of, everyone is doing their own thing. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit around. Like, there's a lot of, a lot of fires as well. Like, they, you need to be, to be doing at this level, you need to be full time. You need to be fucking making money. You know what I mean? Otherwise, yeah. you won't get to that stage. So, like, 
it's whatever uh, suits them at the time and and wherever they are in their career like and i'm sure everyone's dreams are different than everyone's uh yeah everyone has a different path like you know just like i'm just happy to see everyone in every promotion doing their own thing like you know what i mean once you're you're, you're fighting active it doesn't matter where you are you know what i mean you're, you're doing it you're doing your thing you know what i mean chasing the dream let's see Right, Keen. Thanks very much. I really appreciate it. If anyone wants to watch the fight, the December the twenty seventh over in Brave, I'm sure it'll be it'll be all over the place. There'll be links tweeted out and everything. Tell everyone if you have anything yeah. else you wanna you wanna give a shout out or your tell people where to follow you and all that. No, just just tune in on Friday on a uh, Brave CFTV. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's free view, so uh, hopefully right. everyone there will tune in and uh, I'll do us all proud and get the job done. Great. Thank you very much for your time, Keen. Thanks everyone no for worries, listening. Sean. We'll see you all next time.